That's right, we went over the, uh, the, 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 the Okay, hey everybody, welcome, welcome once again to Living the Stream! The behind the scenes of The, the Mummy and the Monkey show. show with your hosts. I'm Janet J, also known as Janet Takeda Mummy. And I'm James Harmon, aka Grimgory the Monkey! <laughs> Woo-hoo. That's right, and uh, once again, thanks for joining us again. This is episode twenty-nine. Is it really twenty-nine? I know it doesn't. See, it's it's it sounds like a lot, but it's you know not even a half a year. You know, because we started this when uh, I think last summer. Was it last summer? I don't know. We could go and check the archives. So yeah. I'm sure the listeners might know. Yeah, I mean, we got we have a lot of catching up to do. To other people, uh, we missed a week. Um, I wasn't feeling too good, uh, but I think I'm on the men now. We shall see. Um, but yeah, I just uh, just trying to get back to feeling normal here and uh, and catch up with some stuff. But uh, before we start tonight's session, we are going to toast uh, not with a shot this time, not a show shot. But we're getting really crazy here tonight with our drinks. We have what? We, what do we break open? A can of what? We are sharing a can of Sprite. Oh, Sprite! <laughs> ah. It's a little more gentle on the tummy. So cheers. Cheers. All right, to Sprite. Mm-hmm. Yummy. Oops, sorry. Short straw. Anyway, that is good. Um, but we are sitting in our living room uh, in front of the orange uh, pumpkin lights in our fireplace. The plastic pumpkin Halloween lights um, have the aroma glow in orange. And next to us are two baskets of clothing that Janet washed and dried today. Yes, I did a lot of laundry today. I know it's nothing super exciting, but I thought maybe we can fold clothes while recording the podcast. Why not? Let's uh, do our chores while we, you know, kill two birds birds with one stone, as they say. Right. And fold underpants and socks. And towels and and all this kind of stuff. I don't know where we're going to put all this stuff, but I got some towels. I'm I'm folding towels right now, terry cloth towels. Uh, a green one to be specific right now. And what are you folding right now, Janet? <laughs> a pair of my cotton polka dot underpants with a little bow. <laughs> this one's Tommy Hilfiger brand. Yeah, let me tell you, those underpants. Yeah. A little faded. They're old. Yeah, they're your those comfy pants. Everyone <laughs> has comfy com- underwear. These are comfy ones. Comfy underwear. Yeah. I'm going to have to put these towels behind me as I go here. Nothing um, super uh, risque. Yeah. Oh, unfortunately. Yeah. But anyway, <laughs> Sorry, so yeah, guys. so that's that's what we're doing. Hey, it's real around here. We really... Uh, we're, we're keeping it real. All right. We're trying to get a lot of stuff done at the same time. And this is like what you call that uh, multitasking, right? Multitasking, yeah. The young Some folks call it. Say. Yeah. So, uh, wow. Well... Uh, I'd say lots has happened, I guess, since uh, we last uh, spoke with you or you last listened to us. I mean, uh, relative to what we do in our everyday lives, nothing major. Uh, Some personal stuff that's probably not uh, good to talk about uh, on air because it's just family-related things. Yeah, some family things came up and then um, a few health concerns, but we're doing good. Yeah, yeah. Uh, We're doing good. But that that being said... um, yeah, I mean, production-wise, we're, we're, we've been uh, today. We kicked some butt, uh, a, li- a little bit of butt on, on this Sunday. It's Sunday, by the way. Uh, Sunday, fun day. So today is February Sunday, 4th. February fourth, twenty eighteen. Yeah, twenty eighteen. Oh, jeez. And uh, it's flying. yeah, we uh, we we did a little editing today. Got some of the movie edited. Put some sound effects in the movies for the next for episode one of season three of our Mummy Monkey Show. Uh, and Janet, we 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 well. 
You could talk about our little snafu with the uh, memory card. Oh, our... Lordy. Yeah, yeah. okay. So I, I did the green screen segment for season three, episode one. And after that, I was going to start working on my Rotten Reels segment. <laughs> well, we had on one of the SD cards some interviews with uh, George Shuba, Cleveland's first rock and roll photographer. And we also had interviews with um, local artist Chad Kimes, also known as Chad. He goes by the name Chad. C-H-O-D. Yeah, for his artist name. And I had interviews with him, and I, we couldn't find it anywhere. So I spent a good couple hours, you know, going through our SD cards thinking, well, maybe it's in a folder on one of the cards. And right. we still can't find it. Yeah, it's MIA right now. And the, the really crappy thing is, um, when we shot the intro and outro for the Rotten Reel segment, I Several, that was last week we did that, that. That was last week. I In the video, I mentioned that, oh, we're going to be featuring local artist Chad. Right. And, well, I don't have the video. So I had to get made up again. She blamed me, by the way, of course. Well, I blamed us. I was really <laughs> mad at both of us for <clears throat> losing this video because normally we're not that unorganized. Normally we can find it. We've been doing this for about three years, and uh, this is the first time we've ever lost any video, so that's not bad. I mean, I, if you I think guess, of it that way. So, I mean, I was able to to, to quickly, you know, slap on some makeup, get in the decay getup, and I did shoot, uh, he helped me shoot an intro and outro for Rotten Reels. I had to do a whole nother one. And w good thing we had um, footage from a, a convention called Genghis Khan. Mm -hmm. And it's all comic book related. Independent comics. Yeah. Right. Indie comic uh, community. So we had some good interviews Creators. from that. Um, so I used footage from that. But I'm going through that uh, footage from Genghis Khan back in November. And I think the battery on the microphone was fading. Oh my gosh. Because the sound just sounded like a little bit muffled and a little bit crackly. So I had to go in the settings and turn up the volume on it. And it sounded a little bit better after I did that. Was this what, any interview that's on there? Any interview that's on there. Um, there's some comic artists. Um, I can't remember their names. There are a couple. Maria... The girl? Yeah, Maria and, and uh, her man. What was the man's and, uh, name? And uh, Eros. So we had a nice interview with them. Or Eros. And the audio quality just sucks. So I, I noticed that too. It was like over-modulated. Uh, yeah. Well, you know what they call those, right? First world... Uh, First world horror host problems. problems. Yeah. So, <laughs> wow. Huh? Oh, I sold something. Hey, live, you heard it here. You heard the, I don't know if you heard the cha-ching in the background. We should keep that phone near so if that happens. It, yeah, uh, there was a cha-ching. Yeah, that means uh, an eBay sale, and that's the other half of what we do here uh, at the Mummy and the Monkey Central, where we have our little bit of a, a flipper's business. Well, it's, our, it's Janet's full-time um, with the Mummy and Monkey's Thrift Crypt, as you know from listening to the show. Ooh. And if you don't know, we have a, a, a store in Lakewood, Ohio. It's a resale shop called the Mummy and the Monkey's Thrift Crypt, and we... Uh, Go out and source uh, all kinds of fun stuff from yard sales, flea markets, you name it. Uh, and uh, we flip it in the store. Uh, anything from a dollar on up. So, Right. You never know what we're going to find. And then we also uh, have been doing buy, sell, trade with some customers and uh, have gotten some cool stuff. Yeah. So some new additions to the shop. And we're always on the lookout if uh, customers are collecting certain things and, and they're trying to find that, you know, really cool item. 
Well, what was that on the phone there? What's sold? There was our question. There. Actually, um, I thought I took best offer off of this item. It's a J. Crew sweater, like a, a lady's cute, like neon pink sweater. Mm-hmm. I put it at fourteen ninety nine, and I thought I took the best offer off of it, but someone oh, no. sent me a low ball offer of three fifty. Don't. Yeah. It happens. Well. And normally these sell for maybe around twenty. Well, there you go. So I so. declined it. So it wasn't uh -oh. quite a sale, but this is part of it where sometimes you get like weird offers and people will send you all sorts of questions. Well, you know, there's other people out there probably, and as we figure, trying to flip too. So, uh, or 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 just want a, a, a deal, a cheapest deal. They're gonna haggle, you know, and start low. So. Oh, I'm sure. But that's the way it works. And sometimes I have to put my foot down and say no. I have accepted lower offers because it was. Well, fair. you married me. <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> Sorry, joke. Bad joke. Joe. Bad joke. But yeah, I have accepted lower offers. Like um, last week, I had an Armani jeans t-shirt. You know, this is a nice designer graphic t-shirt. New with the tags. Yeah. Um, I think I paid two bucks for it at a thrift store on sale. I had it at $49.99 or best offer. Uh -huh. And I accepted an offer of $25. Wow. So it, it was much lower, but I was still making something off of it. Got your mummy t-shirt here unfolding with the old Boris Karloff mummy. Here you go. Oh, thank Where, you. Do you have a mummy pile? I, I just started a pile here. you have here. a pile of your stuff? Is my stuff over there? It is. I need to separate it. I have a pile. I have my jeans here and uh, okay. my underdrawers. My drawers are over here. Okay, here's some jammy pants for you. That's a different pile, but I'll put it with my pants. Here's some jeans for you. Isn't this fascinating, folks? I know. It's so entertaining. Oh, my God. Listen to them fold and, uh, and, and sort, divide, sort laundry. <laughs> It's amazing. It's just compelling radio, compelling internet radio, right here. Internet entertainment. This is what you. I don't know. But if any other podcast person has folded laundry while recording a podcast. Well, you know we're innovators over here. You know. I don't know if. Uh, like, we tune in next week. We we'll wash dishes as we do our podcast. <laughs> or scrub toilets. Or clean the fridge. Woo. That that can be scary. It's more, oh. but that's more of a visual. There's some creatures growing in that fridge. That, that would be a that would be a funny video. I'm pretty sure we had the cure for a couple of different diseases in that uh, in that fridge. It's like a giant petri dish, man. And I'm sure a lot of people out there can identify. So oh, anyway, yeah. Uh, yeah so uh, we uh, got that done today for the show. Well, not done. It's still far from being edited and done. There's a few more grim gory scenes we have to shoot this week. Um, if all goes well, here's your pants. Oh, thank you. Here's your underpants. Thank you, Trajan. Um, here's another pair of your underpants. God, I'm just uh, underpants. Uh, you are going to be set for the work week. Right, right <laughs> with underpants. Underpants rich here. Um, yeah, so, uh, but, but, you know, hopefully with any luck, we will get this first episode of season three out oh, before mid-February. Yeah, I'm thinking within the next uh, week or two, we should yeah. be good. Um, and I also went through and reorganized, you know, all this video on these cards and on the hard drive. And it you gotta was get just closer. A, it was just or a talk mess. Louder. Yeah, it was just a mess. Yeah. So we're, we're getting better organized with uh, storing all this footage we get. Right. Um, yeah, so that is the update on The Mummy and the Monkey's uh, uh, regular show, our movie hosted show. Uh, and the movie we're going to show is Voodoo Black Exorcist. Really bad movie about a, a voodoo priest type of mum, guy comes back uh, from, as a mummy on a cruise ship. 
because, of course, the woman that he loved has been reincarnated thousands of years later. It looks just like the woman he loved 2,000 years ago. Ridiculous. But there you go. That's what, And it's him getting revenge on other people who looked like the people 2,000 years ago. Is that from the 60s or 70s? What, this movie's probably made late 70s. Probably late 70s? Yeah. Okay. But yeah, was those... that... No, that was a Spanish one, right? Yeah. It's... Yeah. I think we looked that up last time. It was we a talked about movie. it. Yeah. Now that's the weird. Th I don't like mo I don't like movies that uh, where if it's like reincarnated people, how they look like the people, how they look the same. Yeah. How, that just uh, that would uh, that would almost be impossible. I Wouldn't mean, they have like a different hairdo or something? Well, a but little then different at least. What are, what are the chances that the people around them also look like people that were around to, the, and that's the ones they're getting revenge on because they condemned them to death or something like. There's movies like that where there's like a council of people that, you know, condemn a couple to death. And then thousands or hundreds, hundreds or thousands of years pass. And then uh, they're back and they're all back, but they're, uh, you know, just in the, you know, in contemporary or uh, present times, present day times. And they all just look like the people that were around back then, the same group of people. And that's how he knows how to get revenge on them. The, uh, the, one that, the ones that were put to death. I don't know. It, it's, it's weird. It's it just I don't know. It's silly yeah. storytelling. I'm not a fan of that either. And well, so yeah, many yeah. Um, stories have used that same concept sure. where it's like, okay, here we go, same all, thing again. I'm all for using same concepts. It's just a matter of. But um, I, I don't know. Some of them you maybe don't want to use again. But with your great <laughs> sound uh -oh. effects, yes. you should make the movie more entertaining and, and more. Um, you know, I guess easier to digest. I could easily edit this movie down like I'm doing and then, and just really, that's the thing. We struggle with that for a while. And even now people uh, admit to us that sometimes when they watch our show, the movie hosted show that they fast forward uh, through the movie. Well, that's why I put sound effects in there because I want people to watch it because it's part of the experience watching a bad monster movie. And the ghoul used to do it back in Cleveland yeah. back in the day. And that's the whole point of being a horror movie host is showing these movie. these cheesy movies and making it more entertaining, uh, something that you actually want to watch. So, you know, hopefully when people see the ones that he put sound effects in, yeah, you know, that, that they're going to enjoy it. It's going to be yeah. a little more interesting. Yeah, I mean... Trust us. I mean, some of these movies we pick out, we they're they're bad, but they're they're enjoyably bad, and we're hoping the sound effects that we put in uh, help people watch it and get through it and want to watch it just to see what sound effect will play and you know all that kind of stuff. So, uh, yeah, I mean, if you want to write us at the the mummy and the monkey at gmail dot com, let us know what you think about that kind of stuff. But we'd love to hear from you. We don't get much uh, any kind of love out there, mail wise, do we? Well, we got a lot of great uh, holiday cards around Christmas time and some New Year cards. So uh -huh. thank you um, to our customers, fans, and, and friends and listeners yeah. for sending all that. Um, lately, the P.O. box has been bone dry. It's been empty. It's been bare. No letters. I think I think the post office box is collecting cobwebs. Yeah, which looks good for us. You know, the cobwebs are cool. Spiders are fun. But yeah, on this side. Yeah, um... We, we, we appreciate the fan. We do, man. and we'd like to get more. I mean, that like I, I, might, I might have mentioned this on another podcast, but it makes me regret not writing into shows that I liked growing up as a kid. I enjoy them. I knew that you could write in because they give the address or whatever usually at the end of their shows, but I just figured, hey, uh, it's on and uh, enough people are watching it, and I don't know. I just didn't think it was that important to to write, but I'm sure... 
I, I wish I did now in hindsight. I wish I would have done that because then they would have known someone's out there and likes them. And the more of that you get, the the, the more it, it encourages you. We're going to do it anyway, but it, it's just nice to, to know that someone's out there. Yeah, we, we appreciate the feedback and, and that yeah. way we kind of know like where our listeners are from, our watcher, our viewers, our watchers out there. Um, it's great. We, we love the feedback. And we did put up um, a little sneak peek teaser trailer. Yeah, you put that together. For it's, season three just this morning. It's, it's just basically the intro with a character that has, that's only been on our show skit-wise. It's a character we created called Madam Manos. She's a fortune teller. Yes, Madam Manos. Yeah, totally based on uh, Manos, the Hands of Fate. That was actually suggested by, a, was it Tony Beller? Who came up with that? I don't believe it was Tony Beller. It was another Facebook fan. Um, a long, a while back ago, we, we had like um, a mini contest. Yeah, a mini contest. We asked the folks in, in social media land uh, what we should name our gypsy fortune teller kind of character. Yeah, first, and, and, and she was just invented to do skits because I had some ideas for a couple of fortune teller based skits, and that's where it's so, you know, I thought this could be an opportunity for Janet to have another character on the show because we both play multiple characters. Uh, and I, I, you know, I think that's kind of fun with this show too. Is that uh, we we get that opportunity to come up with if we have ideas for different different characters, they don't go to waste because we can use them either as in skits or uh, as uh, new characters in the show. Because I play Belgor, the alien um, that we've befriended, or has befriended us because he was banished to the earth because he failed to capture the mummy, the monkey, <laughs> in uh, a few episodes that we had in the past. And I also played the uh, Grand Piazza. Yes. Um, Belgor's boss. Yeah. The uh, alien boss or supreme leader. The supreme leader. piazza. Yeah, the su supreme, supreme piazza. Pizza. Sounds like pizza. Right. Ha ha. Get it? Trying to make a, a joke there. I take full responsibility for that bad joke, but anyway. <laughs> yeah, so we have, you know, we're, we're trying to come up with some more characters and stuff, and I play a lot of different characters on, uh, when we do the, um, the uh, not Rotten Reels, Not but, so famous uh, monsters. Not so famous monsters. Uh, yeah. I come up with them. And you're, we have one slated for you for this next one. It's another... It's like a witch character that I want to do. Yay, I get to be a different character. Yeah. That so, sounds like fun, and I can do a witch voice. Yep, so get ready to shoot that maybe this week. We'll see where things fall out and what happens. Witch, um, please. Oh, boy. <laughs> Bad joke. Oh, boy. Resting witch face. Yes. I'll have my resting uh, witch face for yeah. that character. RWF. But um, oh, this sprite is amazing. Now, is there any vodka I can put in it? You got laying around? No, no, not. Damn it. Not till you're, yeah. <laughs> We're taking a break from the uh, alcohol this time. Oh, boy. Need, needed a little break. Um, Yeah, everything in moderation. That's why we should just do a show twice a year. Just kidding. No. <laughs> well, so, and we were, um, there's times where we get really discouraged because it does take a while for us to get Mummy and Monkey videos out there. But there's some independent filmmakers that, you know, you talk to them and they're working on a, a video project for like two years. Mm -hmm. Sometimes three or four years. Sometimes it's not even finished yet. They've been working on it for multiple years, half a decade. Where one thing or another happens and then they never get their projects finished. So, you know, a few months to work on an episode, I don't think it's that bad. No, In the but... grand scheme of things. But at the same time, we want people to know that we're still out there. And, um, you know, to keep following us. So. Right, right. And, uh, but we do have an, we have an idea. We're, we're kind of cooking up an idea. Uh, so we don't have to wait months and months to have a show. 
Um, I don't know if we want to talk about it, talk about it yet, but it is something that we can do fr more frequently and that would involve the audience, whoever wants to watch at the time. Um, but it would be, it wouldn't be considered, and I think we talked about this last episode. We did, yeah. We want to do, should I just flat out, I mean, yeah. I think we talked about it because, before. Because, yeah, it's something we can, we can. We want to do, um, YouTube live and we want to have like a weekly, like a late night, Friday night, you know, mummy and monkeys show where yeah. we're live and we can talk about different topics or, you know, maybe play a monster movie, but, um, yeah. we still need to learn the OBS program. I'm kind of dumb with some of these programs. I, I can use the editing program, no problem. Yeah. You know, I can learn stuff on that, but this one, I don't know. I, I got to look we, up videos again on how to do it. Yeah, we did a hangout. Uh, it's Super Bowl night, Super Bowl Sunday night, by the way, and we could care less. Stupid Bowl. S super bullshit, no. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I am, yeah, we're not sporty people. To, to people who are, you know, if you're watching Super Bowl, that's fine. Oh, um, yeah, yeah. You can always listen to us later if you care. Yeah. No, I got nothing against sports. It's a great thing because it's the outcome is unknown. It's a, it's really interesting entertainment for that for sure. It's not scripted, well, at least as far as we know. But anyway, getting Anyways. back to what we're talking about. Um, so yeah, we we want to do um, more YouTube live and have things a little more interactive because it seems like uh, oh sorry the sprite this time I'm burping. <laughs> it seems like uh, it would be the next uh, natural step for us because it's a solution for us to be able to do something more on a, on a more uh, constant uh, schedule than having these random uh, movie shows come out. Um, but yeah, and, and on this one, I don't know if we'll show a movie or not. Not yet anyway. I know we're going to build up to that. We're going to start, eat simple, kind of just do a, a hangout like we did. Uh, like we did New for Year's. New Year's, yeah, New yes. Year's Eve. Special. Start with start with some basic, um, you know, where we have different discussion topics. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we'll have some topics, some pre-planned stuff. Maybe write a, a couple of little things, real, you know, just to have uh, to, to go back and forth, with, you know, with the with, with the situation. So it's not just us sitting there reading a screen and reading uh, people's reactions, you know, or emails, or or you know what I mean. Right, right. We'll, we'll we'll have things planned out a little bit better. Yeah, yeah. You know, hopefully. Yeah. We've got some ideas for some reoccurring segments and things we can talk about as, as general topics uh, throughout uh, to format the show. But, yeah, so that's, that's something we're excited about, actually. And uh, actually, we contacted a few of our friends, our close friends, to ask them. We threw a couple of names for the show because it won't be called The Mummy and the Monkey Show or Mummy and the Monkey like our main show is. Well, it's going to be on our Mummy and the Monkey YouTube channel. Yeah. So the Mummy and the Monkey name is already there. But it'll be branded as something else because it's a different type of thing, especially if we don't show a movie right away. And with the, I think the hope here is to actually, at some point, combine, have the shows merged. And so it's, you know, the new Mummy and Monkey, new and improved, that the, the movie show would be something that we run live. Mm -hmm. you know? That would be great. That would be cool. Because it would be, um, you know, less editing for us. Well, and, and it's uploaded as it's streaming. Yeah, and I have another. I have an idea about some other stuff too, on how to make sure that we get the best quality of, of video. But anyway, that's a whole different. That's a technical thing. Nobody cares about that. A lot of technical, um, like behind this. Yeah. Yeah, but uh, the, the, but all that stuff's in the works right now. We're uh, we're really wanting to make sure that we bring uh, the mummy and the monkey into the uh, the way things are going and, and the way things are headed as far as entertainment goes, because 
and I think it's obvious, it's been that way for years, people more and more are dropping sort of their cable services. Not a lot of people are watching network TV anymore because of the convenience of being able to tune in whenever you want, wherever you want now, with mobile stuff and Wi-Fi, and watch programs and, and, and get entertainment the way you want. It's like a la carte. Right, know? and we've, we've discussed this um, amongst ourselves about... Um, half a million times. If, if we're behind on this because there's other YouTubers that have been so successful and have a following, yeah. you know, much larger than ours. And... No, I, I think we could still we could still do it. You know, I know we've been kind of slow with with some of this, but I think we could do it. So, yeah. You know, it, it. There's so much, so many people out there from all over. You know, and, and if we're doing it for our enjoyment and and for the fan base we already have, we can just move. You know, grow yeah. from that. I mean, even if it's you know, I like something a fan base sort of. The kind that Mystery Science Theater or, or Riff Tracks has, you know, that type of, they, they have people that follow them on the internet, especially Riff Tracks, they have their whole thing going on. Those are guys that used to be with Mystery Science Theater, now they do their own thing called Riff Tracks, R-I-F-F-T-R-A-X, and um, <clears throat> I'm a huge fan of both of those things, and the other spinoff from MST3K, that's Mystery Science, Mystery Science Theater 3000, called Cinematic Titanic, which lasted about four years. The other half of the cast did their an, another rendition. Of oh, so they of, only did four seasons. Uh, you said four I, years. Four, they were on and off with stuff, but they, they they were around for about four years, just around. You know, they did stuff here and there. Are I, they I, doing anything anymore? Well, see, the, now that's the interesting thing. The cinematic Titanic crew, which was like Joel Hodgson and um, uh, Trace Ballou and uh, TV's Frank and a couple other the ca original cast members, they used to do a lot of, a lot of live riffing shows. Like, they would go to different states, or cities, I should say, and they would do, you know, this one uh, movies that aren't even on their uh, compilation uh, season that's out now. They've done lots of different movies, but they do it, they'd riff them live. So they were making money and doing stuff live, which was Doing live neat. appearances. Yeah. Based on their experience. And that's another thing we've talked about, too, entertaining that whole idea. Because then if you want to see us, you'd have to come come to see us, you know. That that, I mean, we could we could do more of that as well. Um, we have our convention appearances. Mm -hmm. We've attended a wedding, you know, kids parties. As a, yeah, as a guest at that wedding, as Mommy the Monkey, that was interesting. Yeah, so I mean, we we've gone to um, many different events as the Mummy and the Monkey, and we we were requested to be there. True that. Yeah, and hopefully they'll grow, and maybe grow as uh, you know into something that we get paid for too, because a lot of the stuff we just sort of. As a gift to the, you know, Well, the some people. of it was paid. Some of it was, um, uh, you know, promotional. Where right. you go to to uh, try to build up, you know, and get yourself out there. Right. But, um, yeah, it's been interesting. And, and we're, we're booked for Cinema Wasteland. So yeah. We have a table for that. We'll be there. Cinema Wasteland. I have Wasteland. to look into Monster Bash for June. Mm-hmm. And... That's in Mars, PA? Yeah, in Mars, PA. And then Motor City Nightmares, we will oh. not have a booth this time around, but I think we're going to go for just a day to check it out because we went um, like two, three years ago. And even though it was a lot of fun, business-wise, it wasn't, it was a little bit of a flop. Yeah, for us. For us. Um, so we have to see maybe the crowd's bigger, maybe they're getting a better turnout. 
and maybe uh, talk with the other vendors and see what they say. It might be bigger because they consolidated the two shows a year to one show, the INSC October show. So, you know, it's in Detroit, Michigan, or, or Novi, Michigan. And so who knows? Might, that might be a good thing for them because it's now it's, if you want to go, you have to go that one time a year. Yeah, so. Cinema Wasteland has always been twice a year, but some of these conventions used to be only once a year, mm -hmm. and then I think they were trying to be like Cinema Wasteland. Well, Wasteland has a huge following, so the two two times a year is a, sort of a, a nicety to the fans that like the show. So mm -hmm. um, We will not be attending Horror Hound Weekend in March, unfortunately. Uh, we but, have company. But um, we will be, yeah, spending time with some, some company. Uh, some family, and um, we're gonna try for Horror Hound Weekend in uh, wait, where is Indiana, oh, Indianapolis, Indianapolis, Indianapolis Indiana in I've September. Never been. Yeah, that'd be great. I'd so that it. might be a fun road trip. Yeah, something different. Change it up a little bit. Yeah. So well, go ahead. Oh, and I'm sorry. And then um, I forgot, but I think another fan was telling us there was one down in Kentucky, but there's, I have to double check. There seems to be stuff at conventions. Everywhere, every weekend, there's a horror convention or a sci-fi or a or a cosplay convention. It's, you know, I don't think I think this. It's never been more geekier as far as you know, getting your geek on. You know, at a convention, <laughs> it's crazy. Your geek on and your freak on. Yeah, and then uh, Wizard World. Um, you know, uh, Cleveland. That would be nice to go to, but Wizard World Comic Con. So we yeah. might be attending that if the Ghostbusters. Um, the Cleveland Ghostbusters, if they need our help again, they have a nonprofit booth where they raise money for, um, I think it's Ronald McDonald House. Oh. Um, they might change it. I know they do different charity work for, for different organizations, but um, yeah, they're a good group of people. They do a lot of kids' charities. Right. But no, but they don't do anything for the Burger King duplex. What? Just the Ronald McDonald House. <laughs> no Burger King duplex. Oh. Just Ronald McDonald House. The Burger King cul-de-sac. And, and um, I think maybe Scares That Care, they may have helped uh, with that. Mm. But there's a lot of uh, nonprofit groups that they help raise money for to help out um, help out kids in need. Mm. Interesting. So, yeah, pretty fun. So, really quick, I just want to um, kind of uh, just let everyone know that we're changing, for at least this episode, changing up a little bit. We're not doing an intermission. Um, it's at, we're at the halfway point of our hour show, and uh, usually at this point we'll have a you know an outro song and then go into like a some kind of old scary you know, haunted house or story record I find uh, out there on the interwebs and put that in between. I don't know as a break or a buffer, but I'm not going to do it this time. Uh, might return our next episode, but for right now, um, I'm just going to yeah just kind of talk through the whole hour. So. We're good at that. Yeah. <laughs> I think we could do that. Yep, yep, yep. I'm digging into some popcorn we have in front of us, too, now that we're done folding our clothing. So Wow. Don't mind me if I'm chewing and talking. We folded all that? Yes, we did. Wow, that was fast. There's still a bunch of whites down in the dryer, so but I think they're still drying, so no worries. There you go. We can get that one off off the air here. but. Yay. Yeah. So. <laughs> Chores. And if you're still here, th thanks for listening to the show. Um, you can check us out on themummyandthemonkey.com. And it has all the links to all our different um, things out there, like our store, our Facebook. Uh, what else is on there? Uh, snail mail um, address? Yeah, we have our P.O. Box address on our page, along with our Facebook fan page links, our Instagram. 
-hmm. our email. And then I also have a link to our eBay store and the Store Envy page where you can order Mummy and Monkey DVDs and uh, T-shirts. Awesome T-shirts. In just about any size. And Monkey Man over here <laughs> designed them. Yeah, that's right. Learn how to use my opposable thumb and haven't stopped using it since. And, uh, yeah. That's right. So, all the info's there. It's the hub. Yeah, check us out there. If you want to email us, it's, it's themummyandthemonkey at gmail.com. So, there's that. There's that. All right. Now, on, we're going to talk about now some of the resale stuff. Now, we can talk about the business side of it. Yeah. So, January was very good to me, sales-wise. Things are picking up. And um, I'm building it up where I'm getting more listings. Mm -hmm. I think I have like 472 listings right now, and I still right. have more things I need to put up. Um, we've done a lot of sourcing, and then we've had some customers sell us things. Yeah. Um, we hit up a flea market just yesterday on Saturday. Didn't shoot any footage there. I wanted to, but we didn't wind up doing it. We were in, well, I was in a hurry because it opens at 7 a.m. Mm -hmm. And normally if you get there early, it's, it's like that old saying, the early bird gets the worm. And the best deals seem to be before sunup. Or in your case, the early bird gets the $300 baby doll. <laughs> Go ahead and tell that story. Okay, so there's a video. It's on our YouTube page as well. Uh -huh. And the, the name of the video is Hello Dolly, um, really big haul or, or large haul or something like that. But anyway... Um, I originally had a plan to only spend $20 at this flea market mm -hmm. and to stick to a budget and to be really picky. Well, I did go over budget a little bit. We even had to go to the ATM to get more money, but I only spent $27. Bucks. $7 over budget. Oh. Yeah, $7 over budget. So, um, taint bad, taint one bad. One table had, um, there were, a, it was a bunch of old stuff like tapes, a VCR, mm -hmm. some knickknacks, and then there were these dolls. And I'm looking, and one is a vintage 1960s Barbie type of doll. Oh. One doll is Madame Alexander. That's a thing. I guess it's a designer, but that one's not worth a whole heck of a lot. That's my stripper name. Go ahead. <laughs> and Madame Alexander. Lastly, this one doll was huge, and it looked old. It had this, like, fancy dress on, and I asked the person... You know, how much are the dolls? She told me a buck a piece. I bought them all. A 22-inch doll. Yeah. yeah, so the one is a 22-inch doll, and it, I couldn't find any markings on the body. But you were intrigued by it because in the outfit there was a hand-sewn label, and it said... The hand-sewn label inside the doll's cape said, um, Burkridge by Sebastian of London Ooh. for Halley's... Halley Brothers, or Halley's Brothers. Halley Brothers, yeah. Because And it said, you know, Cleveland, Ohio, because there used to be a department store a long time ago in the 60s and 70s. Huge. Called Halley's. And so I, I looked this up. There's only one listing of this type of doll, and there's no markings on the doll body. The only way to tell that this is the... The doll is by the clothing. It, the clothing had really nice tags, and everything was handmade. So in 1969, Halley's had 100 of these dolls made, and the dolls were used as fashion models to fash to uh, show off these outfits that you can get custom ordered, you know, to fit you. So if you liked the outfit the doll was wearing, you can place an order, and they would tailor it to fit you. They would huh. take your measurements and everything. 
And they only made 100 of these ever. Only, and it, it was only in 1969. After they were done using the dolls as a display model, they sold them off. And I guess even back then, the dolls were expensive. Hmm. So this, uh, there's one eBay seller that has one wearing like a wool pantsuit. Mm -hmm. And she has it for $350. And you spent a buck on this I thing. spent a buck on this doll. And another wow. part of the um, little game I was doing yesterday was, okay, I only wanted to spend around $20, and I also, I didn't look up anything on my phone. Right. I only went with my gut feeling. Mm -hmm. And I thought, there's something weird about this doll. I better grab it for a buck. And then that happened. <laughs> That's incredible. So, yeah, I'm going to do a little more research before I list her, but it's there's a an Italian fashion doll by the brand <coughs> Furga, F U R G A, Furga dolls. And I've sold some of those for like 150, 250. Um Isn't she married to Josh Dushmel? Not Fergie, Furga. Oh, Furga. Okay. Furgalicious. Gotcha. <laughs> But no, these are even rarer than some of those like European fashion dolls. This is even more rare than the Kenner alien that you found. I know. And I knew what that was. and that, So that was easy for me because I was like, I mean, I paid 10 times more than you paid. But it was worth 100 some bucks to somebody. Yeah, that was cool. And, and it went to, uh, it was a, a Facebook fan and friend that bought the, yep. bought the alien. Crazy. But yeah, that's that's definitely a find right there, which you found. So I'm really excited, and the only way I was able to find anything on it, two things, from that other eBayer, and there was a vintage doll um, forum, like like a fan page, and it was some woman's page about doll collecting, and she put up a little article about these types of dolls, hmm. and that they were really rare. Good for you. Good find. So, yeah, I am just, I, I don't know, I'm just so, I feel really... Now find one of Grateful those. Grateful for you know for every finding day. that. Yeah. Now if only I could find ten more. Right. Well, it's like that Dracula board game I found from 1963, the uh, Hasbro Dracula game. Probably never ever will see that again in my life. Never. I'm, you never know though. You never know. Now that we're looking, now that I know that, that, that I'm aware of that they exist, I had no clue, no idea that they that they had those out ever. So it's um, it's always exciting because you we never know what we're gonna find. Or run into, or what pops up out of, you know, yeah. a then, pile of junk. And then the other items, we um, got a pair of Doc Martin shoes. Yeah. Um, a Seiko watch. Yeah, that we haven't checked out, but... That could be a that's nice... That's something I picked up. I, and, I mean, you got, a, you got a whole bunch of stuff off the dude for like five bucks, right? Yeah, I bought a bunch of junk jewelry, like vintage costume jewelry. And some of the vintage costume jewelry, some people look for. Yeah. Um, so I've had a few successes with that and uh cool. gotta check into all this other junk jewelry yeah so there, there's money to be found out there in uh amongst what people can consider junk um you just have to have the patience to look for it and know where to look one person's junk could be another person's treasure it is another person and our, it definitely is true that that is a truth i've got to experience firsthand just doing this uh, resale stuff it's crazy no, I mean, we have had some duds. Yeah. Or you find oh, something sure. for like a dollar and it goes for $10. Or so, you you buy it, you spend a dollar on it, it's only worth a quarter. It's like, damn, you know? Right. So this isn't like an all the time thing. No. But 
I am just very happy and grateful to find something like that. Heck yeah. And, uh, yeah. yeah. And, and the store was busy all last week. Yeah, we had quite a time there. A lot of pe- a lot of traffic, a lot of new people, some uh, repeat customers. Mm-hmm. Pretty good. So in-store and online, um, things are, are doing good. And normally January is slow for um, retailers, you know, for uh, the big box retail people. It's mm. the slow month. So it's nice that January was okay for us. And uh, looking forward to February. And yeah. we have officially... Um, the Thrift Crypt has officially been around for a whole year. That's right. Yeah. We'll have to do a, a whole podcast on that. And uh, we'll have some special guests, I think, our next uh, show. we got uh, some uh, people we haven't on before and someone we have had on before, I'm hoping. We could sit around and do a, a cool podcast with some friends. You know, Neighbor Brian would be good. Neighbor Brian needs to come and back. And Tom and Lois, our other two new, our buddies from the, you know, that uh, are locals and they come to the shop a lot. And they're friends of ours now. That would be really cool to have them on too. Well, they, yeah, we. I think we just have to sit back and let them go, but we'll see. I we'll think see. they might take over the whole podcast. That's fine. They've got so many wonderful things to, to talk about. We're always trying to do something different or switch it up so it doesn't bother me. But um, anyway, um, something else did happen at the shop that I don't know if we can talk about it yet or not, but it has to do with Cleveland Magazine. And, uh, oh, okay, yeah, we can talk about this actually because they were encouraging um, us to get people to vote. Oh, okay. So Cleveland Magazine. Okay, so um, last year we were voted best horror themed thrift store by Cleveland Magazine. So we won a Best of Cleveland award in 2017. Yeah. Our very first year, even having the stuff. Got invited even to the, the cele- Got invited to the celebration. It was at the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. It was great. It was a lot of fun. A lot of delicious food there. Nice people. Yeah. Um, but I just received it in the mail yesterday, and I showed you. Um, they have a thing called Best of the East and Best of the West and Best of the Suburbs of Cleveland, Ohio. Oh, wow. So we are a finalist for the Best of the West for um, Consignment Store. What? Yeah, and I guess people were actually voting for us. Wow. So if you go on clevelandmagazine.com, you can vote for The Mummy and the Monkey's Thrift Crypt as Best of the West for Consignment Store. Darn too. And April 12th, um, April 12th? Yeah, I think it's shortly after Wasteland. Yeah. Or maybe the week after Cinema Wasteland this April. Mm -hmm. They're having um, a party in Westlake, Ohio. Um, it's not at the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame again. Uh, it's going to be at some party center this in Because diff- this is a different thing. It's not. It, the... it is different from... The Best of Cleveland was a bigger thing, I think. But this is still really awesome that people are... They, they continue to acknowledge us. And we, we, were, we are a finalist for Best of the West. Uh, for Best Consignment Store. And I don't even know what other consignment stores are on the West Side. Well, there, there are quite a few, but... Um... Anyway, but we, uh, yeah, that that's very honor. You know, we're we're honored and humbled, and hopefully, uh, we'll take the whole kit and caboodle because it's a finalist thing. And I don't know if they announce a winner there or what, how that all works. But we'll go to the celebrate or we'll go to the event and have a table set up and showing what we, kind of the wares that we yeah we sell. Kind of I don't thing. think we could sell there. No, but we can. Um, maybe we could do the little treat bags again, like a little giveaway. Yeah. 
some type of promotional thing. I love it. With a card in it and some candy. Yeah. That's always nice. But I think that would work because, yeah, I mean, restaurants and bars, they would give away samples, you know, at these events. But as a thrift shop, resale shop. Right. I, we can't really, like, give away a bunch of stuff. Right. So maybe, like, coupons and candy. And we'll learn our lesson from last time. We left out some photographs of us that just were showing that we're, you know, grim, gory, and jantic. Okay? And some woman just came by and just tucked stuff in her bag like like they were just free. Because I guess that's not a place once you go, you pay anything. You don't, you, you know, you pay your admission, which is a pretty hefty price. Well, for the best of Cleveland party last year, yeah, it was like a hundred bucks to attend this thing, but you can sample all the food, all the drinks for free. Right. It's crazy. So it, it's kind of like included with this best of the West party. I think admission is $25 Wow. and you can sample stuff from the uh, West side. West side. West side. Yeah. And, um, <laughs> shops like us will give away little treat bags or something. Oh, uh, okay. Well, yeah, we'll see. I mean, that's exciting stuff and we're, again, we're honored and humbled and, Hopefully that'll turn to uh, take us to the next level with the, with the business. Who knows? I hope so. I really do. It, it, it sounds it like it's picking up. And I, I said, well, we've been around a year. Let's give it another year and see how we do. Right. Just just kind of break it down, you know, one thing at a time. Uh huh. Sorry, so, adjusting myself here. Oh, you okay? On the couch. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Lots of squeaks and noises. Yeah, I'm getting a little sleepy. We've had a long day. Yeah, it's 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 been long, but. Uh, I mean, uh, we've been doing housework and editing video, and then we shot some video because we screwed up earlier. Yeah, but then uh, if we find the other bunch of video, then we can um, we make another have the, the, the hosted parts done. So, boom. So, hopefully, it, it turns up so then we'll have another Rotten Reels segment already done for season three. Right, that'd be nice. And I will put out um, <sighs> video that didn't make the cut for this Rotten Reels that I just finished. Mm hmm. I'll probably put on YouTube this week a few little extra interview segments that just didn't make it. And that way the uh, the artist or the person I interview can share it, you know, on their pages and stuff. Right. Sounds like a good deal to me. So what else you want to talk about, Decay? Oh, I don't know. Janet. I don't know. I'm feeling tired, too. I'm still in my makeup. I know. You're just sitting here with a robe on and your uh, Janet Decay makeup. Yeah, I took the, the contact lens out. Yeah. Yeah. So. Well, I can't wait to start editing that video. It's going to be a fun show when we get it all done. It'll be a masterpiece. <laughs> <laughs> but it'll be it'll be something enjoyable. I just want to make stuff that's that's good quality-wise. Um, but I'm not opposed to putting out a cheesy show every now and again either. So. Yeah, I mean, as good quality as we can for... I said cheesy. Hastily done. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah. We want it to be cheesy and... and you know, low budget and right. have that fun kind of look, but we also want things done a certain way. Right. It, 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 I, we want to try to like go back and double check and make sure it's it's the best that a mummy a monkey can do. Right, because we want people to enjoy the show, uh, you know, a lot and not just some kind of like, you know, well, it's okay. I want them to be ravenous about it, but we'll see. <laughs> I think I'm getting better with the green screen stuff. And thank you, Dino Ewell, for... Uh, he had a green screen he wasn't using a couple months back. We haven't so. used it either. I think we have to set that one up. Yeah, that new one we haven't set up, yeah. but um, our lighting was better with our old green screen yeah. where uh, we were able to get just enough for this next episode. Right. And it's just a little segment that we do of us running from 
one level of the Erie Cemetery, which is the building we broadcast out of. It was a converted uh, mausoleum in a graveyard. Uh, but we're, there's catacombs beneath, and the idea there is that we start out in one part of the show of the of the of the, of the premises in the in the deep below the the cemetery, the mausoleum, and we run up to the cemetery uh, to show the movie because uh, we, we change sets like technically two times uh, throughout the show. Um, it almost reminds me of, and I'm not sure if anyone has ever seen it, um, but the cartoon Muppet Babies from the 80s where oh, they yeah. would they would open a door of like a closet or something and it would have like live video from like a movie, you know, with like a monster or something weird going on. Right. We're running past all these little scary things in the sub basements, these catacombs up into the sub. So that, that's what the green screen's for, to show the, the stuff behind us. All the, all the weird stuff that we, we encounter. That, that lives below, deep below the cemetery. But yeah, I mean, uh, so <sighs> got to work on some more stuff so we have more stuff to talk about next week. Oh, yeah. But, but I like I said, we're, we're going to do we're special getting, guests. We're getting close. We're yep. going to have special guests, probably. Yeah, for the next episode, uh, our next, um, you know, uh, podcast. For the next podcast. Yeah, we'll have and, uh, uh, at least three. We have to shoot um, a little more video with Cliff and Grim yep. to finish up that the, episode. Yeah, Cliff and, uh, well, not Renfield, but Cliff's one of our puppet uh, sidekicks. He's actually the, the announcer of our show. The show announcer. So. He's a cute little red devil, and his name is Cliff Jablonski. Yeah, from Parma. The, the certain ethnic devil puppet. That's right. Yeah, so we got to get that little bit of a Cleveland tie in there, the Parma, the Parma reference. But uh, yeah, so everything's going great, I guess. Uh, just trying to keep up, man. This juggling thing is tough, but it's well worth it. The people, just as long as one person out there enjoys what we do, I'll do it. I enjoy what we do. Yes. So we'll do it. We it it do. <laughs> I'm yeah. one people. And one I'm, person. That's right. <laughs> Very good. English lessons are paying off perfectly. <laughs> Hooked on phonics. So good. Thank you, Hooked on Phonics. Hooked on Phonics twerked for me. <laughs> oh wait. Wow. Twerked for you. Wait, wrong <laughs> word, right? Yeah, well. It depends <laughs> on uh, what you're talking about. Yeah, so I don't know. Uh, I think I end the show a little early this time around, um, but uh, wanna... well, this podcast is uh, dedicated to Zooey the cat. Oh yes, our little kitty Zooey. Because Zooey the cat is sixteen years old, and um, yeah, he's he's not doing so good, and he's been my little fur baby for a very long time. Yeah, absolutely. We love the little guy. He's been around. You've had him since you were eighteen. Uh, since I was 19. Or 19 years yeah, old. Yeah, I adopted uh, him when I was 19 years old, and he's been my little... And now you're 53. No. Hey! <laughs> 5,300. Yeah. Some days I 5, feel... 5,300 years old. Yeah. Five days... Some days I feel that old. But, um, yeah, to Zooey, because, you know... He's still with us right now. He's but... still with us, but um, I don't know for how long. Right. In all honesty, I really don't know. So every day I've been kind of worried and checking on him. And... Mm-hmm. But he's, he's, you know, it happens to all old pets. Happens to everything. Happens to everybody. So. Everything. You know, the junk business that we're in is, it's, it's, it's someone's, you know, you know, someone's life basically sitting there that we resell, you know. Right. We've, we've gone to a estate sales where someone's passed away and it's like. Well, even if it's something that people gave away, you know, it was part of their lives. It, it was purchased with some sort of sentiment or 
or purpose, and then it's just not needed anymore. And it's just, instead of getting thrown into a landfill, they donate it. And it winds up in our hands. That's true. Yeah, I always thought uh, it kind of dawned on me that, you know, when we're, we are, you know, at home, we're con anybody in this life, that you're basically surrounded by stuff that's going to be in someone else's home one day <laughs> if you don't throw it in the garbage. You know, if you donate it or sell it at a yard sale, whatever, you know, everything. You know, or if you live long enough to where you pass on and they have an estate sale or whatever, that stuff that you own, all your stuff is going to at some point wind up in someone else's house until the next wave of madness. Well, you know? we've even... Um, it's crazy. I know you've told me before, like, you wish that you had the superpower of touching an object and yeah. knowing the history Yep. Like where it came from, who owned it. Would love that power. Stuff yeah. like that. That ability would be great. Wouldn't that be cool? I would love I it. Agree I agree with you. I think you. it would be awesome, yeah. That would be cool. Yeah. But, uh... So, I guess, uh, are we wrapping it up now? I think so. I'm kind of running out of steam. We're and running, running out of Running out of juice. ideas. Yeah, we need to uh, plan Batteries little, are running low. Plan a little better for, better for next episode. But, like I said, we're going to have uh, some special guests with any luck. Um, and we're going to try to get that together and have them on... And uh, make us sound more interesting. <laughs> we need all the help we can get. I'm also working on different costumes for Janet Ooh. Decay. Because, you know, she can have different rags and wraps. Uh, a whole mummy wardrobe. Anything you're going to preview on, like, Facebook or anything or Instagram? I might put up some uh, photos. We When we do our video shoots, he'll take um, some pinup photos behind the scenes. Him being me. Yeah, yeah, you. Him, sorry. <laughs> I'm tired. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I, every now and then I'll put up like a, a pinup decay photo in a different outfit or something. Brilliant. Yeah. So, anyway, thank you guys for listening and watching, and uh, we appreciate all that you do. Mm -hmm. And we appreciate feedback and any uh, fan mail. And appreciate you. That's yes. Right. Yes. But thanks again for listening. I uh, hope you had uh, a good time. Uh, and uh, we'll be back next time with more antics, more hijinks, more stuff, if you will, from the Mummy and, and the, the Monkey, Monkey Show. Show. That too. Oh. <laughs> oh boy, time for Betty Bye. All right. Thanks. I need a fan. Oh, okay. Yeah, me too. A week ago. Yeah. All right. We'll see you next time, guys. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye. And do